0: Uh, Brian Kilmeade is uh, the co-anchor of Fox and Friends. He is a nationally syndicated radio talk show host, one of the most listened to in the whole country. Uh, he is a uh, terrific speaker, and he is a New York Times bestselling author. Also does a, a show that has become very highly rated on the weekends on Fox News as well. He's kind enough to join us each week. Brian, it's great to talk to you again. Frank, thanks for having me on. Uh, So the last time we spoke, Aaron Judge still only had 61 home runs. Now he's broken the record, at least by an American leaguer.
1: Um, How big of a deal do you think this is? I think it's a real big deal. I'm going to have Brandon Steiner on today in terms of dollars and cents. But it also brings up the bigger story. I don't know how many big baseball fans you have, but especially in New York, I mean the guy is a single season home run leader and the it's not Rob Manford's fault, even though I believe he was with Major League Baseball, that they, they allowed the steroid era to take root. It's embarrassing that the home-run king of 73 homers is Barry Bonds. He's not in the Hall of Fame because we all know he cheated. Mark McGuire admitted it, and Sammy Sosa uh, forgot how to speak English when he was in Congress. We all know that he that he cheated. So this is the all-time record, not just the American League record. And the fact is that baseball lets he leaves it out there. Oh, let's just make it 73, but we know he cheated. No, get to the bottom of it, have a ruling over it, commission a – a commission of steroid era council that consists of some players back then. We know about Kamenetti and Bagwell, and we know about Aaron Boone's brother, Brett Boone, who put on 40 pounds as a second baseman and had one year. What about, I mean, uh, Brady Anderson had 50 home runs, never touched it since then, is back to a great right. Jose times Canseco, size. Rafael Palmero, the list goes on. He's the night. one who blew it open, Canseco. Right. So address the era. Address the era. Nobody looks at Aaron Judge. There wasn't Aaron Judge gets sixty-two. Behind him, I think the highest one behind him is like thirty-eight. I mean that that's the that's what happened when Ruth did it. the The record was twenty-seven before Ruth kept breaking it for four straight years. So baseball, the best thing you have going for you is your history. You realize the game's in trouble because it moves too slow for this generation. You're revamping it. But you could always go back and compare eras, and that's what's great to see Maris' family follow Aaron Judge. But you're losing it by allowing A-Rod to have 500 homers without an asterisk and you're doing it when Barry Bonds is being interviewed about the single-season record. So take it out of the fans' hands and take over your own game, Major League Baseball.
0: So what is the logical um, consequence of that? Let's say baseball and Rob Manford were to listen to Brian Kilmeade on this one and say, all right, we're going to recognize the fact that all these records that were set in the 90s and 2000s are are tainted – what would you then do? Put in uh, like a Maris style asterisk next to that Barry Bonds record?
1: Yeah, I mean, you you put him on if you want to leave him on top, and you put his asterisk, and you write single season home run champ Aaron Judge until it gets broken. It'll get broken, I'm sure. Uh, well, actually, I'm not sure. How long did it take? Or it, uh, took, it took uh, f- you know
0: 1961 so when yeah. Maris
1: did his. I don't but- know if it's gonna be broken.
0: But then again, since Bonds has never admitted to the steroid use, unlike Mark McGuire, is there is there then a pallor over over the judge record? If you take that record away from from Barry Bonds,
1: I have to refresh how we left it. But Balco really directly went to him. His trainer went to jail for him. Uh, I believe if we go rekindle those records, it's all but a done deal. And even the fact that at 40 years old, the guy was still hitting over no, 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 could Major League Baseball Look, you, could see how you, different, you could see
0: how different his body looked from when he was with the Pirates towards the now end of Now he's down career. to
1: 180 again.
0: Now, he, he looks the way he did when he played uh, 30 years ago, that's for sure. Hey, uh, The other sports issue I've got to get your take on because you're a sports guy and you always do a great job analyzing where the worlds of sports and news intersect. Yeah. Is this situation involving the uh, the Miami Dolphins and their quarterback. A lot of criticism last Monday over the decision by the Dolphins to start Tua uh, after that, uh, that concussion that he'd suffered the, the week before. Folks are uh, talking about uh, how a lot of folks should be losing their job for this. They're saying this could be season-ending, maybe even career-threatening. What's your take on this Dolphins scandal?
1: Well, I mean, we had the guy who did concussion, and Will Smith played him in a movie, came out and said uh, Tua should never play again. Never play again. It is too much of a risk. Um, I think we addressed this heavily about five years ago, seven years ago, where kids weren't even putting, parents listening to us right now weren't putting their kids in football, and now it's starting to come back at every level. They have all these protocols. And I hear the trainer paid the price by getting fired, and the Players' Council did it, but in defense of the trainer, evidently, with the criteria currently on the books, he passed every test. Mm. So on Sunday, we're scared. On Thursday, we're horrified when he gets knocked out and his hands curl up. And they say that's a sign of severe brain injury when your hands, hands curl up. But evidently, he's fine today. So uh, you have to reexamine, literally, the, the protocol. But I also feel bad to a degree for the trainer. So the trainer said, you know, goes out there and goes, listen, he passed every test. Tua wants to go out there. You think he's being so escaped? So you say, party? okay, I'm going to trump the test. I'm just going to say, screw it. I, I don't like what I see. Well, a lot of people are going to be upset by that. Like, how dare you uh, take out this, this, this first-round draft pick who's now playing and having a career year in a, in a big game that's going to cost. By the way, don't, don't, don't minimize betting. A lot of people have a lot of money on that game. I'm not saying the trainer oh, yeah. knows it, but oh, yeah. a lot of people saying, "I got money on the game. I don't care about Tua. I don't care about the Dolphins. I just want to win money." So, and people are upset by that. Don't don't think that that's that's a small thing either. You alluded to the
0: uh, situation a few years ago with concerns about CTE and uh, the role the teams were playing in that, a lot of parents being a little bit more reluctant to have their children participate in football brett Favre, who's tainted for a whole different reason now actually did a series of psas a couple of years ago saying that uh, he wishes he didn't play tackle football urging parents not to have their children play tackle football we're seeing now the pro bowl being replaced by a a flag football game this year do you think the long-term prospects of football at least professional football may one day not even include tackling
1: Wow, Frank, what a great question, and absolutely it will always include tackling because we like the violence in it, and the players like doing it, but I think they are uh, I think football did some smart things, I mean with the whole head to head tackle they used to teach spearing, remember right? you know you put your head down and make the tackle uh now now it's illegal now you can't hit a A quarterback in the head—you can't hit anybody in the head. You can't hit a a receiver in the head. I think they've done a lot of things. Remember, Daryl Stingley got paralyzed Mm -hmm. by Jack Tatum coming across the middle. I think they've done a lot of things to 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 uh, modernize the game. But but people listening to me right now are saying, uh, or us right now are saying, wait a second. Have you seen UFC lately? The hottest sport in America with, I think, the classiest individuals, the toughest guys and women who have nothing but, uh, for the most part, nothing but class. You see, they're going against a lethal weapon. Even in training, you're getting kicked in the head. So now uh, let's ban football. No tackling in football, like Teddy Roosevelt said might happen. And now let's tell UFC, don't hit as hard as you can. So I don't know if you can do that. I think there's going to be inherent risk in, in a game that America is watching like never before. Have you seen the ratings on this game? Do you see the smallest mm-hmm. game? It's, the ratings are through the roof, regionally and nationally.
0: You're exactly right. Uh, let me ask you about another football player that has been making a great deal of news, uh, nothing having to do with the gridiron, but uh, having to do with uh, the Washington gridiron, as it were. And that's Herschel Walker, Republican candidate for U.S. Senate in Georgia. He did his first interview after this whole abortion controversy with with you, uh, because you're the guy that gets the big newsmakers. Here's a little bit of uh, Herschel Walker on Fox and Friends talking about these abortion accusations.
2: First, First of all I never just put an H on anything. I never have, and and I, I said, you know, you know how many things I've signed, but I've never signed anything but just an H, and and I and I said that's why I said whoever is doing this is, you know, it's not true. It's a lie. Right. And right now, that's the reason I said I'm gonna fight because you know I've been redeemed. That's one thing about it. I've been redeemed, and I'm gonna make this statement here. It's like they're trying to uh, bring up my past to hurt me but they don't know like bringing up my past only energized me to go out and fight even right. harder because I've been to a 400 basis to talk about my book and I'm not trying to sell books here because I knew the pain it had through mental health and right now they're trying to do anything in their power to take this seat but they're not going to take right. it from Herschel Walker so then this right came now, out. I love the Lord Jesus and I got right. into this race because of my faith because I see what's happening
0: So the uh, Herschel Walker has been accused of paying for an abortion for a woman. The woman is also claiming uh, that she's the mother of one of his children. His other son, Christian Walker, who is a uh, conservative social media influencer, he's basically calling his own father a a liar. What were your impressions of Herschel Walker in that interview with you, Brian? And where do you think this leaves the U.S. Senate race in Georgia?
1: Well, uh, I I, ta- I went back and forth with them last night uh, around 9 o'clock. And for us, that's, uh, that's 3 in the morning. So <laughs> sure. uh, for people listening right now, and you guys know, some people are getting off work and some people are coming into work. But uh, they told me the internals had, say, a flat-footed tie. And the numbers are pouring in. By the time uh, we were done with that interview, they had made 550000 in 24 hours. Wow. I mean, Mastriani has 380000 period. So the money's pouring in. Uh, Doubling down now, Cassidy did not say Herschel Walker is my man. Everybody else has that I can see. You know, McConnell says we're going to be there every step of the way. Money's falling in. Uh, Lindsey Graham says I'm going to be campaigning with him. I talked to Ambassador Nikki Haley. She says I was there two weeks ago. I was really impressed how how eloquent it was uh, and and, and the size of his crowd and what law enforcement feels. And then um, uh, I mentioned Mitch McConnell. So uh, and then Senator uh, Rick Scott, he's the one in charge. There's no there's no give. Remember, when when controversy hit Donald Trump, everybody jumped ship just about. So the controversy hit this uh, hit Herschel Walker. Now, Herschel Walker's pro the best asset Herschel Walker has is he's running against a guy who's anything but a saint. You're running against a guy who says you can't serve the military and serve and serve God. You're running against a guy who flat out wants to defund the police and called them demons you're looking at a guy whose wife says his, left, his ex-wife says left us virtually impoverished because he's not paying child support. And now that he's got this increase as a sitting senator, has not even upped the money that he owed even so they're bringing his ass back to court, who tried to run over her and ran over her foot with a car out of anger and says she fears him. So, yeah, you might not like uh, Herschel Walker uh, and, and you might some you have problems with his explanation – But, you know, look who he's running against. I don't know if that represents. The other thing, Herschel Walker, and I read his book and spent a day and a half with him, known him on and off for 15 years, and he had mental problems. And he said during the interview, I'm not saying I didn't have demons, but I've worked hard to do it. And in my book, I wrote about it. So when I did my book tour and since others, I could talk to people about PTSD and emotional problems. He's got multiple personality disorder. He's dealing with that. He's got medication. I mean, literally could shut off pain uh, uh, in his body and was able to play with basically a torn ACL. Um, he's got uh, he's got some challenges, but he won. He got it analyzed, and that's how he became this huge business uh, success. And we the athletic success was was always there, and now he's trying to turn it into politics.
0: Yeah, it is though. I mean, it's got to be a challenge when his son, who doesn't exactly have differing political views and has been a Trump supporter and a supporter of his father's campaign, is calling him out so publicly as being. Well, dishonest. I asked him that, right?
1: And all he would say is, I love my son. I said, but he's killing you here. You know, and, and he didn't really have much to say because it's an odd, si- you know, it's an odd situation. You've got to call your son a liar.
0: Right. Right. No, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's got to be tough. Got to be tough. Uh, hey, uh, let me also ask you about the situation involving Hurricane Ian. We saw President Biden uh, with uh, Governor DeSantis in Florida yesterday. The two of them were out there together. They were talking about their relief efforts.
2: Today, we have one job. And only
1: one job, and that's to make sure the people of Florida get everything that they need to fully, thoroughly recover.
0: You only get there if it's a team effort. So, Mr. President, welcome to Florida. We appreciate uh, working together across various levels of government. What do you think, Brian? Are these two leaders showing the kind of nonpartisan maturity that Floridians have a right to expect?
1: Yeah. And, you know, but... Uh, uh, look, I like that Biden said the governor's doing a great job. OK. And, and the governor said he didn't just say, uh, you know, he says you got the federal government has been responsive and he needs a federal government. He talked to Chris Christie about that. And, and remember when he hugged Obama. Sure. When he was a staunch critic of Obama, his, you could argue that his political career never recovered. But I talked to him recently about it. he says he has no regrets about it. Number two is what he said later I found offensive and I predicted it. Now nobody will doubt climate change. When the numbers about the number of hurricanes and the ferocity of them do not add up to the claims he's making, that's political opportunism. And then bizarrely, he's with the mayor, uh, local mayor of Fort Myers or or, the, or of the county, and he says, um, "You know, nobody nobody f's with a Biden, and nobody I know how you, we were brought up the same way. No one f's with you either." At the same time, Saudi Arabia is effing with Joe Biden <laughs> wow. and cutting production. Every day uh, we have Vladimir Putin effing with Joe Biden as well as China. You know, Mr. Tough Guy, number one, can he please understand what a microphone is? I mean, this guy doesn't stop. And and, and what is he even saying? That's totally bizarre.
0: Yeah, it was a, little, uh, was a little bit of a non sequitur, to say the least. That's for sure. Uh, let me ask you about Florida and uh, its involvement with a number, another president, and that's uh, Donald Trump. He, president Trump is now asking the Supreme Court to intervene in this fight over records the FBI seized from uh, Mar-a-Lago. Uh, president Trump obviously has appointed three of the current justices on the Supreme Court. Where do you see this fight going from a legal perspective and a political one?
1: On hold. I think it goes on hold until after the election, and I think it should. Anything else that comes up, which shows a political agenda, and we're going to be rolling our eyes saying, are you kidding me? Uh, you know, So it's got to go on hold. Number one, when Trump asked for special master, my only question was, OK, if you want a special master, I hope you don't have top secret documents there. Mm-hmm. Because if you have this extraordinary, you know, top secret documents, you know, if it's a if it's a letter from Kim Jong Un, I don't think it matters. Get a special master in there. If you think that they took all your personal stuff, uh, get a special master in there. But if you think that there's top secret stuff that could get you in trouble, the, the special master is a temporary reprieve. It's a court win that will eventually blow up in your face. So it's all about what's in there, and now they're going to wrestle about what's in it. Is. The fact that the FBI fought so hard against it made me think that Trump had something, that they knew that they took too much stuff, that they knew that a lot of the stuff wasn't bad, that they knew that they were in negotiations and there was no reason for this. So uh, the special master thing could be problematic. Your ratings for the Saturday show are uh,
0: absolutely, absolutely killing it. I mean, you're doing the kind of numbers on cable on the weekend that networks are lucky to get uh, during the week. One Nation with uh, Brian Kilmeade, uh, which is on uh, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, on Saturdays. Um, what's uh, what's in store for us this weekend? Do you have Saturday's show put together Well, yet? I mean, I was
1: thinking immigration. I mean, I'm going to solidify it today and tomorrow, but I'm thinking immigration. But I got up today, I'm thinking oil production. I mean, I'm thinking the fact that, that, that uh, Saudi Arabia is sticking a, a fork in our eye. I'm thinking the fact that our oil and gas industry are smugly saying, Mr. President, you vilified us for the last two years. There's only one answer to this, and it is allow us to drill, start gutting the permitting process. We are punching less holes in the ground than we did since Eisenhower and uh, build some refineries and stop talking about renewables. And now he goes into the Strategic Global Preserve again. So I'm thinking about going uh, that direction, uh, you know, as well as talking about uh, 2022. The numbers show that people can't get enough of this midterm race. I mean, the off-year elections were intriguing. But now this is going to be huge. I'm sure you're getting with – because, you know, number one, people uh, who are competitive, you know, they they see the strategies in these Senate races especially. And they see what it will mean – If Republicans get a degree of control, do you know anyone happy with inflation and think it's no big deal? Do you know anyone happy with 7% interest rates and think it's no big deal when you're trying to buy a car, sell or buy a house? Or when you go shopping that people don't come back and six out of every 10 of our listeners are paycheck to paycheck and now the paycheck doesn't go as far? And then we also, if they're CEOs or restaurant managers, they know they can't get help. This is a bad economic climate and the administration's insistence that everything's fine is driving people crazy. So that's what makes people really want to dig in. So I'll talk about that. I'm also going to have this this great comedian, um John Christ is going to come back. If you gotta you gotta watch uh this guy, if anyone has YouTube, you see some of his videos, he's definitely uh gonna be back again. Probably have Senator Ron Johnson. He's gonna be on today's radio show. Uh he's gonna be back today. Um, and we're, we're, uh, we're talking to a few other people, so I don't have to really solidify anything until Friday. Yeah, gotcha. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, but keep it, in it, mind, too, I hope our listeners, I know it's a long way away, but December 2nd in Newark, New Jersey, uh, between the ABC and Fox listeners, uh, I know it's a, it was the carjacking capital of the world. <laughs> Thankfully, New Orleans took that title. <laughs> but I hear it's a beautiful arena. If you just go to com, I go on stage, talk about this, but also talk about our history uh, through the five history books I have, as well as the two sports books. Yeah, terrific. So I think that's it's going to be gonna the best be there, time I have,
0: December second, and uh, people should definitely get uh, get tickets. But as it's well. a
1: Friday night. I don't know how you're going to go.
0: Well, no, because I'm off Saturday morning, so that's Friday night is my one night where I can actually uh, stay up at a re- until a reasonable hour and then uh, sleep at a reasonable hour. But we'll we'll hash it out. We'll 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 hash it out now. Well, maybe I'll get you a five hour energy sponsorship.
1: <laughs> I'll get you a t shirt So we'll sponsor
0: to keep you up during that it. time. I love it. I'll get the nap in the afternoon. would be fine. Uh, lastly, you mentioned uh, competition. Now, a guy that I engage in competition a great deal with is the minority leader of the city council, Joe Borelli, who comes over just about every weekend and we play a battle of ping pong. And he told me he ran into you at Buck Sexton's wedding and then we tried to figure out whether it was worth inviting you to play ping pong with us. And the consensus among the two of us was you're probably too good to play with us. Uh-huh. Uh, c- clarify that for us Brian are you actually a decent ping pong player
1: or are you bad enough to play with us not since Mr. Baldwin Alec Baldwin's dad was in summer recreation when we all played ping pong have I really worked on my game sure so you're talking seventh grade yeah but you have so, that
0: natural athleticism that's uh-huh. what worries us
1: well soccer with my feet, exactly uh but I don't know if I could do that uh I would say this my my uh, my fall I am dedicating to both my daughters playing college soccer, so I'm heading upstate every weekend. You guys do it on the weekends. I don't know how you put your real life on hold, and do something for yourself like that, that well, I mean, I'm, an em- I'm envious. You must do that very early. Yeah,
0: it's about 12 minutes. You know, these games go pretty quickly. Brian, uh, <laughs> we, we will— uh, <laughs> Then you lose interest? Uh, no, no, no. I just lose the game. I lose the game. Oh. That, that's how that goes. Well. Brian, uh, it's always great to talk with you. Thanks. I'll uh, look forward to our next conversation, and uh, hope people check you out on Fox and & Friends and on the radio a bit later.
1: Right. Can I just make a suggestion about your game, uh, your quiz game? Bring it Give on. Give people one mess.
0: One miss, okay. Hey, I think the boss, John Katzenmatidis, is listening to you right now. So I think now that you've suggested this, (laughs) I think that uh, that probably makes a lot of sense. Or you can skip one up the flagpole. Or you could skip one. Okay, okay. Well, but um, the danger of skipping and people have asked about this before is that you're worried about people looking up, looking up the answer. But you say skip and not go back to it. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. All right. Hey, that makes sense. We got to pick some winners. So, we got we got to do something. The yacht right. needs to be lifted up. Thanks, Frank. Congratulations <laughs> on all your success. Thank you, Brian. Likewise. You. Brian Kilmeade